I don't know why I did that. That was weird that's and creepy. That's weird. Yeah, that's funny. You better edit that out. I will. I will. That, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to Angel Talk, Reflections of an Ambitious Angel Mom. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am the executive director of Race for Rowan. We are the organization that helps families suffering through the loss of a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. I am joined by, as always, the ambitious angel mom herself. Say hello to the people, Bryn. Hello, everyone. How are you? Great. How are you, Philip? I, I am good. I am good. Just a full, full into the holiday season now. We've got the Christmas lights up. I love it. It's magical. I know. I know. We've gone to two or three lighting displays now. We're really rolling now. We're in it. You're in it full time. Man, we have not done the... We haven't done the light displays? No, we haven't drove and looked at lights. Oh, yeah. You need to do that. I mean, there's still some stuff out there. You got the fantasy lights. You got the thing that's at the Puyallup Fair. You should do it. You guys are ahead of the game. Well, Good job. We're we're trying to figure out ways to keep the kids actually entertained during Christmas time. True. We've got to get creative nowadays. I know, right? Did you put lights up at your house? Oh, yeah. So we put lights up. Oh, so... Please tell. Yes. So uh, first of all, I want to say it was a big source of back and forth this year because, Mm -hmm. uh, because I am a fan of Thanksgiving. It is in my top three holidays. Oh. Yes. I have 4th of July, Christmas, and Thanksgiving in there in some order, right? So those are my three big ones. That's cool. And I feel like Thanksgiving gets the shaft on an annual basis, right? People jump now straight from Halloween (laughs) right into into Christmas. And I'm always like, there's a holiday in between, people. I know. Where we eat and we're with family and we're all thankful and stuff. And so I tried as hard as I could to get... Thanksgiving fall-themed decorations around the house. First of all, to find those is like pulling teeth. There's not a lot it out there. Is, yeah. There's not a lot out there anymore. You can find Halloween real easy. Yeah. You got the Halloween, you yeah. got the Christmas, but the Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. there's not a lot out there. No. So I found some on like Amazon and a few other places. Hobby Lobby had some stuff. So we put some stuff up, you know, just leaves and, you know, that different sort of stuff like that. Uh, this is cracking me up. Does Joanne get into it or just No, you? she thinks it's stupid. She's like, if I could have Christmas up now, I would do it. Oh, okay. So and, me and Joe are on the same page. Yeah. And literally, as Thanksgiving was ended, the morning after, Black Friday morning, it was as if, you know, imagine like the Thanksgiving decorations are on a table. Mm-hmm. And she came by and took her arm and swept all that crap off the table as fast as she could <laughs> and replaced it with Christmas stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit like, it's Christmas time now, punk. And I so feel then, it. Yeah. And so then, you know, we had Christmas, everything Christmas up by Saturday. Good. After Thanksgiving. That's great. So, yeah, we do the exterior lights. Uh, we have little blow-up Christmas guys that we put up. So we have a gingerbread lady and like a little oh, like yeah, yeah, a little blow up nativity scene and a few other things. And then we have two Christmas trees. I like it. One reel that's in the living mm-hmm. room that we go and we get on Black Friday and we cut it down, we bring it in and the whole nine. And then one fake one that we put in the window yep. so that people can see it from the street. I love it. Yeah. So that's what we did and then we got the stockings and all that business. That is so cool. Yeah. And then Joanne's one heck of a baker. So she, there's a lot of sugar Ooh. cookies, Russian tea cookies, chocolate chip. See, I love baking with the kids. I think yeah. that is so fun. And I, I'm not a baker typically, but I do bake yeah. more in the holiday season. So it's fun. Do you do the sugar cookie? 
We do a sugar cookie. And then they get to be the ones yes. who frost it, which, by the way, is the most adorable thing ever to watch. Yes, it is. It's a mess, but we'll do <laughs> it. With it is absolutely yeah. a mess. It is absolutely <laughs> a mess. I am that mom that the whole time is, like, cringing inside. Like, oh, my gosh, she's spilling sprinkles all over the, ga- yeah. the ground. By the way, do you need more sprinkles on your on your cookie? How much sprinkles do oh, these God. people apply? Monroe piles. It's crazy. Shake, shake, shake. <laughs> Let's get another kind. Shake, shake, shake. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, only 30% made it on the cookie. That's when the mom opens her wine. Wines at night, drink my wine yeah, and let her just yeah, destroy the yeah, kitchen. That's awesome. We'll clean this later. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that is that is our holiday. And you know what? Chances are lots of folks are doing that sort of thing right now yeah. for the holiday season. Lots of our listeners are probably prepping for the holiday season. And so our podcasts for the last uh, for these last two weeks, because we are going to probably do a little year in review in the last couple weeks of the year where we'll post our, our two two of our favorite sort of podcasts that we had this year. Um, but this will be the last sort of like go live one for a while. We actually are going to take January to plan it out. But we figured we'd hit you, hit you with the last two podcasts being about the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Last week it was about honoring your angel, figuring out different ways that, that you do it. Bryn gave some great examples. This year is a little bit more how to cope with the overall sort of grief that might come with missing a loved one during the holiday season. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, just some tips and pointers that um, could really lift your spirits when you're, you know, maybe feeling down or have anxiety leading up to the holiday. Um, Just some tips that I have not only done myself, but maybe gotten advice from other angel families. So... We're just happy to share this with you and hope that this can lift you up if you're feeling a little down. Yeah. And that's what we obviously do these podcasts for is we really just want to be, we love doing these podcasts because we like to give you just any kind of positive advice and some hope, especially during the holidays, because these are sometimes the hardest times for us angel families. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share some pointers and tips Mm -hmm. that have worked for me or things that I thought would be fun and creative ways to lift your spirits yeah. During the holidays, so uh, that's a good that's a good place to start. Um, for a lot of folks, the holidays are the hardest time. Were the holidays the hardest time for you? Yes, and I've I've always shared that. Like I think the milestones through the grieving process can be the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a refresh, I think it's the anxiety for me that leads up to those dates. Yeah, um, that can sometimes be worse than the date its actual self. Mm. But um, Christmas is. For me, one of the very hardest, um, mm. and I do think it is because, you know, you wake up on Christmas morning and all you want to see is your kids running down the stairs to see what, what Santa, you know, left under the Christmas <laughs> yeah, tree. how excited they are. Yeah, and it's yeah. a magical day, and, um, you know, you're always looking for that, that child that's not physically there. Yep. So, um, I know that I still have moments where I'll briefly, briefly forget and I'll look for her. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And that's that's a trip. Wow. I, I, I've heard that from other angel moms, too. Yeah. But, like, I'll literally be, when I'm in, like, a blissful moment or, like, really in a joyful experience, whatever it may be. But with my other children, I will literally have moments where it's, like, it, that feeling is gone that I'm missing somebody. And I'm yeah. looking for her. Like, where's Rowan? Oh, wow. And, um, you know, it's very short-lived. Because yeah. then it'll be, like, well, pfft. Oh, she's not here. She's not here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, family gatherings, sometimes I'll, I'll be looking because, you know, you're scanning the room like, where's my kids? Yeah, Make sure yeah, everybody's yeah. accounted for yeah, and nobody's, yeah, yeah. like, destroying something yeah, or yeah. coloring on a wall. But, yeah, I think during the holidays, those moments 
come more. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I do feel like she's obviously always with us, um, you know, that physical being not being there is still what you're searching for, I think. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, um, so over the last year, we've talked about the importance of immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, so how important do you view the immediate family? What, my, what I mean by that is... The family in your house, your husband, your other kids. How how important? How much energy did you get, energy did you get from them to get you through some of those holidays? A ton. Um, that's honestly a lot of what kept me going, and so I really feel compassion for um, those grieving that maybe don't have other children or even a significant other um, in the picture. It, I my heart goes out to you because it would be hard to not have. I guess them pushing me, you know, mm, yeah. because like I talked about last week, my depression or, um, you know, my solemnness, I didn't want it to rub off or affect the kids. Yeah. So they kind of kept me accountable yeah. in my own way because yeah. I'm thinking, well, I don't want them to see mommy sad. Yeah. So it keeps me accountable of, you know, my tone sets it for the rest of my family. Yeah. And, you know, I think that would be really, really tough for those families out there that might not have, you know, other kids in the home or, you know, are, are separated. Mm-hmm. My heart goes out to you. Yeah. So find find anybody that can be your support system that will help keep you accountable. Right. You know, if they're not somebody that lives with you, I mean, obviously, hopefully you. Somebody close to you. Yes. Somebody who's been there through the process. Maybe. Somebody that can answer the phone when you're yeah. having a hard time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that that's interesting because I think that the holidays in general for a lot of people, they do sometimes highlight. So they highlight really great things. Most of the time, the the holidays highlight really great things, family, Mm -hmm. togetherness. Um, We we see it all the time. When we get to this point, we're willing to shed a lot of the sort of things that that uh, that separated us from others and and come together. Mm -hmm. But then holidays for some people. Even those who haven't lost a kid, sometimes they they um, they really are really lonely. They yeah. really are isolated. Mm-hmm. And so the key there is to try and find somebody near you who you trust who will be willing to let you in. Of course. Yeah. So that's really interesting. And I think, too, like setting the tone. You know, if you're really, you know, feeling down and stuff, try to turn it around and think about what you are grateful for and, like, what positive things um, – have maybe came out of your situation, which is really hard to do. Right. It's really hard to do. But I always try to think of anything I'm thankful for when it comes to Rowan. Yeah. And I'm, I still wouldn't change a thing. I'm so thankful I was her mom, even if I had to do the same situation over again and go through all the pain and the hurt of losing her, I would still always be her mom. Like I, I would never give up the 17 months that I had with her, I try to come from a place of gratitude of, um, you know, we've had our daughter Monroe after Rowan and we probably wouldn't have had any more children if Rowan was here. Um, and so I think just trying to have that mindset of what you are thankful for and what, you know, what, what has came out of it. That's any sort of positiveness, which is so hard to do, but there's families that, um, you know, don't have, as much to be thankful for. So I always try to find the silver lining. Yeah, and it can be found. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if folks want to go back a couple of weeks and listen to the Thanksgiving podcast that you yeah. did where you literally called in from Arizona 
and uh, and talked about the different things you were thankful for. And you had a list that extended beyond the top 10 that we originally planned <laughs> yeah. on. I was like, I could go on forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even in the face of that, you can still mm-hmm. find things that, that are blessings. It's just, it's harder, of course. Yes. It takes a lot more work and is a little bit more deep. But, you know, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So that, let's talk about some of the things that uh, you have for folks, good tips on how to cope with grief through the holidays. So what are some of the things that you have for folks? Well, you know, I I just love giving back. And doesn't it make your heart feel good when oh, you yeah. can not only give like your own child a gift, but when you can give somebody else a gift? Absolutely. So um, one of my top tips was to give back. And um, not just to mention Raise for Rowan, but like any kind of organization in your area or a nonprofit or um, a shelter you know, volunteer your time or, you know, if you don't have time to volunteer, if you can make a donation, it feels so good just to give back to others that might be in need yeah. that aren't just in your family. Yeah. Um, and there's so many people out there during the holidays that really do need support. Right. And, you know, maybe get nothing for Christmas. Right. So uh, with that said, I, you know, I think in every town, there's always an adopt a family or an ad- adopt a child mm-hmm. tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I know personally in our community, like the schools put one on and um, you can, you know, go select a boy or a girl and you can pick the age. And I always kind of felt a closeness with it because I would obviously picture like, well, Rowan would be, you know, seven and what would she be into? So when I would adopt a child, I would pick a girl oh, close cool. to her age. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of gave me a closeness of like, I'm going shopping yeah. when I can't go shopping for my own child because she's in heaven. Right. I mean, I could, but and I do occasionally, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to you know spoil somebody else's daughter that's yeah. Yeah. you know maybe into the same things that Rowan would be into. Yeah. And that was a way for me to um, feel like I was giving back, but like making this child's Christmas exciting. Yeah. Um, and then doing it in honor of Rowan at the same time. Right. So that was right. that's kind of a fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. I and, like that. And honestly, there's nothing better than, I think, serving others. I think so, too. It feels so um, good yeah. for the heart. Like, yeah. it just really does. So I think if you can serve in any way, it will lift your spirits. Yeah, there's a reason why they say that people who give back are always happier and healthier mm-hmm. because they typically are. It's so much more fulfilling to do. It really, It really is. Yeah. This, I mean, I always share this, but like just my participation in the nonprofit and um, it's really been healing yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. So um, get involved. Yeah, that's get a involved good one. With any, I mean, it doesn't have to be raised for own, but in any way, I think giving back to your community is huge. That's awesome. Giving yeah. back. I like that one. Um, I also wrote down to write a letter to your angel. Um or start a journal. But for me, I've always been an open book. As you folks know, I share my grieving journey with you. So I talk about everything. And that is how I, I guess, have been able to heal and get things off my chest. But not everybody can do that or feels comfortable with that. So I think writing is a powerful tool that we often forget about, especially men. Like I know my husband would never pick up a journal and write. (laughs) Um, But I think it would do him good, you know, because... He's not a super chatty guy like like me yeah. either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just think, you know, how do you get these emotions or the things that you want to say off your chest when maybe you don't feel comfortable sharing that with others? Um, I thought, well, you know, write a letter to your angel and just 
put it in an envelope and stick it in a drawer. If yeah. that just, you know, or maybe write it down and then read it aloud to your angel. Yeah. And just let them know, obviously, your feelings and how much you still care. Even though I think that they know that, obviously. Yeah. Um, it feels good to get it off your chest. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. it's such a it's such a good solid way of like, yeah, getting your feelings out there mm-hmm. without being judged. Right. Nobody else needs to read it yeah. or hear it. Something for you and your angel. Yeah. Um, just writing. Tell and I imagine you feel really connected in those moments where you're doing that. Yeah, I've actually never wrote Rowan a specific letter, but I have journaled over the years and. Um, I do think there is a connection, yeah. a closeness, because I feel like they um, can absorb, I guess, your feelings, yeah. a bit, even yeah. if you're internalizing them. But writing them down just seems like you're telling them exactly how you feel. Right. You miss yeah. them. You love them. Yeah. And I think it's good for your soul. Yeah, that's good. We talked about this last week, but I think starting a new tradition um, to honor your angel year after year is a really good coping mechanism Mm -hmm. because the holidays are hard. So find something that brings joy to you and your household, Um, whether it be, you know, making handmade ornaments every year to put on their angel tree or decorating the cemetery or getting, you know, special lights that were their favorite color that maybe you'll decorate some area of your home. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, I certain things that really signify them in their life, I think incorporate that into your holiday season and, I think that helps when you're feeling down that you can do something in honor of them that's uplifting. Cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most important thing here is um, setting boundaries. We've talked about this a lot in the past too, but mm-hmm. we all know how busy the holidays can be. And I think when you overfill your schedule, you can really set yourself up for um, a crash. Yeah. So I think setting boundaries for your self-care and your quiet time is super important. Mm-hmm. And just to reflect on the time that you had with your angel while they were here. But, you know, it is a little tricky with COVID, but take the time to go do the things that make you feel good. Go get a manicure with yeah. with your girlfriends or, you know, go get a massage if you can, or, mm-hmm. you know, go on a walk by yourself and listen to an uplifting podcast. Set those times aside where you're really still taking care of yourself because you're on a long journey. And if you're so inclined, this is a good time to revisit faith, right? Because yeah. you are in the holiday season. Of course. The holiday season is about that to begin yes. with, right? Of course. Uh, in so many different good ways. Good point, Philip. I can't Thanks. believe I left that out. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, Brian. Yeah, he's, he's my uh, left brain. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, like revisit, revisit faith. Um, you know, being Catholic, we have this really unique thing attached to many of the mm-hmm. many of the churches that that we have. In that it's a it's a small it's a smaller sort of chapel, and mm-hmm. um, it's called the Adoration Chapel. And you can go in there, and it's complete silence, and you're in there many times by yourself. And oh. it's an opportunity for you to sit down, reflect, take all the time you need, not have anybody talking to you. Yeah. Uh, even in the age of COVID, there are still churches and and places like that that you can even reserve your time for these sort of different places. That is awesome. And it would be definitely a recommendation for me. That's great. And it's a great way to reflect, and it's the perfect time to do it because you're already mm-hmm. in that mindset to start with. If you if you really, you know, if you are so inclined. To, to be faith-based. Yeah, that's great. So it's a good way to revisit your faith, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
There you go. I definitely had um, like meditation in in my thoughts because I think that's where you do, where I personally do a lot of my thoughts about reflection and faith. And um, I think that it's really important to have that quiet time, whether it be, you know, in the faith-based setting or if you're not a spiritual person to meditate in your home, whatever helps get you through. But I think that quiet time is necessary 100%. Yeah. To take for yourself. Um, Yeah. Don't be afraid of the silence either. Right. And that is a hard thing to overcome. (laughs) It it really is. I was afraid of the silence or to be alone for years. Yeah. And um, silence can be scary. Yeah. But I think once you get through that part, it's it's really enjoyable when you can get through the hard silence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, um, when Rowan was past after she passed away and before Monroe was born, my house was dead silent all the time because I only had one kid and he doesn't obviously argue with himself. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember missing the little things like I, I don't hear any bickering. I don't hear any screaming. I don't hear, you know, the laughter. I don't hear it. He didn't have anybody to banter with or anything. And I, I really hated the silence. Um, I don't have that anymore because now I <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're fighting and screaming and you know <laughs> she laughing. seems like a fighter no matter what. Oh yeah, they they're yeah. like duking yeah. it out every day over something. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. was mad at him that she wouldn't he wouldn't look with uh, for the elf today. Oh, <laughs> so, he was over the elf. Yeah, well, as Philip can attest, uh, my phone rings all day long from my son That's while correct. I'm at work. That's correct. So he called to tell me that Monroe was mad at him because he wouldn't look for the elf because he was busy doing his schoolwork. Well, priorities. Wyatt's got his priorities yes. in check. Good job, Wyatt. Yeah. But I think that the holidays can end up being really joyful. So no matter where you are in your grief, um, know that you can forgive yourself when it gets a little rough. But I do think if you're still in those beginning phases, know that there is joy to be had. I think, you know, the more you get through, just set these little milestones for yourself and start a new tradition with your family, um, find a way to give back. Just do the things that can help bring you joy and uplift your spirits. Pick up a good book, read your podcast, all the things that we tell you to do all year round anyway, but especially during the holidays. Find the little things that will bring you joy and um, honor your angel's life. Yeah, amen. That is really, really good. So we want to thank everybody for, for taking the time to listen over the year. We might have a few things that we'll post to the to the podcast page over the next couple of weeks. Please send us your um, input on what you want to hear for 2021. That's right. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Also, if you'd like to be featured on Angel Talk, yeah, we would love to have you as a guest. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, we've had some really amazing guests for this year for 2020, but we would like some fresh voices to be yeah. on our show. So everybody has a voice to be heard and a story to tell. We would love to hear from you. So yeah, that would be phenomenal. Email us at raise at gmail.com. Nice. If you're interested or feel, feel free to shoot me a message on our angel talk messenger. That's right. Um, we want to hear from you. That's right. So, um, and tell us what you want to hear about. That's right. Because over the, in January, as I, as, as we kind of alluded to last week, January, we will be taking some time off of live podcasting. We we might throw, again, a couple things up here and there. Mm-hmm. But 
off of the live podcasting where we literally have a new topic every single week. We will not have that in the month of January. Instead, we will be taking that time to try and find new topics to talk about for season two, if you will. And then that we will also be asking folks on social media to chime in. Give us your ideas mm-hmm. of what you want to talk about. And also, yeah, offer yourself up as a person who might be willing to come on. It's it. Uh, you don't have to do that. You're not obligated to. But I think uh, it is really incredible for, for people to be able to come on and tell their stories. Yeah. And then for other folks to hear from them. Awesome. Yeah, it's really good stuff. We appreciate you guys. We really do. It's been a journey. Um, 2020 has been a crazy yeah. year. I am not... Uh, I, I, I have barely gotten to do anything that I wanted to do when I, I took this I'm, job. <laughs> I'm ready for this year to be over. Yeah, no. I'm ready for 2021. I want yeah. fresh content for you guys, and I really do look forward to a whole new year. I think that 2021 is going to be much better. So I think so, too, and we want to thank everybody for for building the, the subscriber base to where we are now. Share the podcast with others because yes, the please. more and more we build this over the months and over the years, the more and more people are going to be able to to have this sort of content. So we really appreciate that. We want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. And we also want to wish you a very Happy New Year, just in case you don't hear from us. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.